You're at the end of the annual general meeting and your position is secure. Yes, we've had a very good year, so that's terrific. And we just um, heard from John Brumby. And what's it out to you from his speech? Um, I think he's uh, he's very right in saying that we just must continue with our business relationships with China because they're strong. It's it's a huge market, and we need to just build on the strengths that we've already established in the past. I think it's fascinating to hear about the uh, the impact of the trade tariffs that are happening to China from the American perspective in the sense that if uh, 3.5% of their GDP is related to American trade and they have a downturn of 20% in that due to the tariffs, it's 0.7% of GDP we're talking about. So it was reflected that that's why Xi Jinping is relatively relaxed uh, in the media and things. He could also just be very good at having faith. (laughs) Um, What have been the highlights for you of this year? We've had a, a very busy year. We've run close to 60 events in the last 12 months. Uh, which they're pivotal really to our, to the success of our event because they create the platforms for the essential networking that um, our members so enjoy. What was the highlight for you? A highlight. Uh, look, we've, 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 run, we've run some terrific events. I think there was a Belt and Road Initiative, which was just terrific. We, we filmed that, so that is available on our website. And, and as Sir John mentioned in his speech, um, the Belt and Road Initiative, together with... Um, the China International Import Expo are two, uh, two of President uh, Xi Jinping's priorities. So we're focusing on, on, on areas in relation to that. And of course, Belt and Road isn't just infrastructure and it's not just um, access. Uh, it, it's all sorts of areas in relation to education and health, um, mining resources uh, across a variety of sectors. And I thought uh, the Honourable Ken Smith, who's the re-elected president of the Victoria branch, he had some, um, it was pretty home truths kind of thing. Yeah, um, right. Could you paraphrase? Do you remember? No? I can remember. Hey, you go for it. Um, essentially talking about Australia-China Business Council, of which Bravo Charlie is a member and very happily so um, in the small business sector, the SME area, uh, that if you're going to go to China and you're going to go over there on one trip and you're going to sign a contract, you're going to lose all your money and be very upset and be like, oh, those horrible people. And that's not because they are horrible people. It's because there's a nuance and a way of doing business in China that I personally, I, I'm learning. I have, you know, I would say I have very, very minimal experience in. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm a member of the ACBC. And he was really saying, you know, come here, learn. How many events are you putting on in a well, year? Well, it's, it's around 60. So, you know, more than, more than uh, one a week. One a week. Um, the other thing, of course, to know with Ken is he's been up to China in excess of 40 times. And as mentioned, he's an honorary citizen of, of Jiangsu and Shandong provinces. So he's very well known by the Chinese and, and also respected by them. And that is certainly uh, a way of opening doors. And, and you do need to have those relationships with China. You can build them over the years yourself, or you can obviously join Australia China Business Council and and network with people who have those relationships who can give you that advice. And it was fascinating for me to hear when they were talking about the criteria for the election of officials or for committee members. And uh, Ken went through having essentially domain expertise, but also having specific proven business experience in doing trade. And that's essential because what we find is we have um, the members of our committee across, we've got a large committee of 25 members, but they come across uh, from a variety of sectors, so they're experts in their fields, which means that our members have then got access to these people who do know a a lot and who have been working for many, many years in a lot of cases with China. Mm, I've noticed, I've been, I think, about six or seven months I've been here um, the nuance in the conversation isn't around getting to know you kind of stuff. It goes very quickly from, this is me, this is you. Okay, so contextually, 
people who have a, a depth of knowledge around the question and the subject matter, which seems to stand quite aside from a lot of organizations or member organizations that I've been to. And that's, I dare say, due to the legacy and the history of this place. I mean, when mm. incorporated in... 1973, it was the genesis of, of the organization. It started as a under a different name and then amalgamated with another organization. But essentially, we've been around since then. So mm. that's really at the very start of when... Um, Premier Rupert Hamer in Victoria started the relationship with uh, with China, and he was a very a visionary in that regard. And of course, we're lucky too that the state government here has seen the value of China. And of all the states around Australia, we are the only one with five business offices up in China, run by the the state government. Plus, the city of Melbourne has its Tianjin office. So we've got six six points of contact in different mm. cities around China through the uh, through the state government initiatives. Mm. And I mean, I don't really think there's a need to sell membership to the ACBC in a sense for you, the viewer, mm -hmm. uh, simply to say that there's so much content, there's so much information here. Mm. It's quite remarkable even to pick um, some of the working groups. Could you talk? Yeah, oh, talk absolutely. To? So we, we recognised that we needed to concentrate on various sectors, which I, I refer to as the verticals. So we have agribusiness, education, energy, financial services, health medical research and fin uh, financial and investment services and tourism. We've all got two uh, groups, of the Executive Women's Forum and the Future Leaders Forum, and they uh, really are, are the um, the engine room of, of, of the events, uh, of, of the event designing. Uh, then we recognised that SMEs needed to have a... a, a Education and also uh, that we wanted to, uh, you know, concentrate on supporting them because they're very new to the market. So through these sort of this matrix of of, of different um, working groups and forums, we're able to really find touch points for all our members, regardless of their sector they're in, their stage of engagement with China, or the size of the business. So we, we really tried very hard to to work out that matrix. And I really like that they use consistent subject lines which relate to the working groups in their emails because that means I can set up email filtering and pay attention to a particular stream because... <laughs> You'll have to teach me how to do that. Because <laughs> there's a lot that comes through. Um, Good. And the team are amazing. And, um, well, we, we, we do have a lot of fun and we're, we're a close-knit team. We're small. We've got um, three full-time and three part-time staff and we, we work very hard. But we really do enjoy um, each other's company and we actually enjoy achieving what we do. And we do like assisting members and introducing people and, uh, and just generally helping with the business um, relationships with China. Mm. Mm. So if there's one thing you want people out there to know about the... Join ACBC. Don't leave it. <laughs> Join, Join ACBC. Now. Thank you. And um, mm. Charmaine are even giving discount business flights oh, yes. to people. There's, there's right. lots of things involved. Um, right. So I'm going to sign off there. Is Thank anything you. Anything you wanted to add? Not at all. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> your help. Bye. Bye.